The tune Ties That Bind sets the tone for an upcoming visit to Hazleton, a tour to be led by John Lacuda, a native of northeastern Pennsylvania and longtime arts advocate. During a recent interview he did with reporter Jack Smiles, he said, In 2002, I met a woman at the airport in Jackson, Wyoming. She lived in Jackson, but was from here, the valley, and she was going to Wilkes-Barre for a family wedding. In 2005, I was in Taos, New Mexico. I'd just climbed the highest mountain in New Mexico, and I was having a bite to eat at a ski resort. I met a woman from Taos. She told me her father was from Old Forge and talked about the pizza. I told her I lived three miles from there. Here we were talking about family, parents, grandparents, culture, and recipes. They gave me an idea. There's something about this place, Wyoming Valley, something distinctive about it. Each town is a reflection of its own ancestry of people drawn here to work in the mines. Let's showcase what's unique and can be expressed through simple things, culture, family, faith, history, nature, environment. I began questioning the wisdom of recreational travel. I decided in 2006 that the antidote to traveling elsewhere is to explore the depth and breadth of the culture here, and it needs to be appreciated by going to places that are meaningful to the people. Words of John Lacuda from an interview with Jack Smiles in the Pittston Progress. John Lacuda has continued to develop his idea and expand his vision. He now leads art workshops for children and young people centered around the region and its history through art, and the artists' tours of landmark churches that he leads have become an annual tradition for many creative individuals in northeastern Pennsylvania. John Lacuda invites us to join him on Sunday, June 5th for a tour of five churches in Hazleton. And he stopped in to fill us in on the itinerary and the impetus for each of his tours. I have been leading church tours since 2006. And I started in Pittston, and I worked my way down to uh, Kingston and then Wilkesboro, and then I've been in the Hazleton area the last three years. So this is my third year in the Hazleton area. And I started this auspiciously this year. In fact, on Easter morning after going to the Mass, I decided I was going to drive just east of my hometown of DuPont to a place called Mile Hill and do the third of four sketches that I'm doing as an arts project for kids at the Sardoni Gallery uh, probably next semester. And uh, then after that, I went to Coxton Yard to do the fourth. And all four of them feature Camel's Ledge, which is a uh, iconic promontory at the confluence of the Susquehanna and the Lackawanna. And they are actually based on paintings done in the 19th century and the 20th century by rather prominent artists, including Robert Henri and Paul Weber. And what I wanted to do was take a look at Camel's Ledge the way they saw it and then how it looks today. But on my way back to my hometown of DuPont, I was passing uh, the church where my parents were married, St. Michael's Byzantine Rite Catholic Church, and I stopped in. Liturgy was going on, and you might think, why would somebody go to two churches on the same day? <laughs> but I just wanted to see the interior. It's a beautiful interior. And seeing that church, as well as the church that I attend, which are somewhat radically different, but all the same, was something like seeing Camel's Ledge from four different perspectives. 
they're essentially the, the essence of the thing doesn't change. It's only one's perspective, one's viewpoint that, that, that changes what you're really looking at. And I'm hoping to help the people who attend this year's Landmark Church Tour to get the idea of the similarities between churches and their many differences. And this year's church tour is going to take place on Sunday, June the 5th, which is the Feast of Pentecost, beginning at 8.30 in uh, Hazleton. We're going to meet at the Hub Welcome Center in downtown Hazleton. I believe that's 15 West Broad Street between Laurel and Wyoming. And then we're going to travel to the first of the five churches, which is on Laurel Street, and that's St. Cyril and Methodius Roman Catholic Church. And it's a very nice Gothic-style Catholic church. It's a stone building, quite beautiful. And Cyril and Methodius were the, the missionaries to the Slavs. And so this was a historical Slovak parish, and it used to be called St. Joseph's. Now, since various parishes have been combined, it's taken the new name of St. Cyril and Methodius. And we'll be there for about an hour. I don't talk much on this tour. I let people experience these sacred places on their own. If they have questions, I could probably answer them, but that's not, this is not a walking tour. It's not a historical tour. It's an artist's tour, and it's open to artists and photographers, both uh, amateur and professional, art educators, art students, anyone who's interested in art and seeing art in situ. Then we're going to travel to St. John's Polish National Catholic Church, which is on uh, Church Street, and that is also Gothic, but it's a very simple, small church. I've never been in that particular church, but I'm sure it will be decorated along the Polish tradition, which is rather grand, even for small spaces. And then we'll be there for about an hour, and then we're going to travel to St. John the Baptist Byzantine Rite Catholic Church. And I'm really pleased to be able to see the interior of St. John's Byzantine Catholic Church as well as St. Mary's Byzantine Catholic Church, because the, the icon screen... The, the structure that separates the sanctuary from the nave uh, are done in two different styles. St. Mary's, which is the last of the five churches we'll be visiting, was done in a style that reflects the Romantic era, and it probably dates from the, the late 19th century, early 20th century. And so the style is much more realistic, and, and it seems to be the style that was prevalent at the turn of the 20th century. Whereas St. John the Baptist, Byzantine Rite Catholic Church, the, the building itself is rather modest and is a modern style, and the icon screen is modern, but the, the icons themselves are written in the, I would say, a Greek style. So they harken back to a much earlier style of icon writing. And it will be interesting for people who are, who are interested in this kind of thing to see the difference. And I'm particularly happy to get into St. John's because I actually wrote two icons with Peter Pearson, who was the iconographer who wrote the icons on the icon screen at St. John's. And he is an excellent iconographer, and he really makes it easy for people to create their own icons. But the difference in the, in the styles is something that I want people to see, the different styles. Even though they're both of the same tradition, but the styles are radically different, even within the same tradition. One is a traditional Byzantine Rite architecture, and that's St. Mary's, and it has a Romantic era or modern era icon screen, 
And St. John's is a much more simple modern building with a much more simple floor plan, but it has icons that are much older in style. And then uh, after we leave uh, St. John Polish National Catholic Church, we're going to travel to Queen of Heaven, a Roman Catholic Church, which is actually just directly behind the Polish National Catholic Church. And it is in a Roman Romanesque style. So we're going to see styles from the Romanesque to the Byzantine to the Gothic to the modern, all within basically a walking distance from one another. And then after that, we'll visit the, the fifth church, St. Mary's, which is on Beach Street in the south side of Hazleton. And it is a beautiful, impressive building in a true Byzantine style of architecture. And I've never been in that interior, but I'm sure it would be stunning. And you have on the table St. Nicholas with us. Correct. This is one of two icons that I wrote under the guidance of Peter Pearson. And this was done years ago. And writing an icon is not like creating one's uh, portrait or one's landscape in, in any modern style. It's very structured and it's very ritualized, but it's very simple to do. You basically start with the darkest colors and you work towards the light. And all the flesh, all the flesh is a sort of a muddy color, which reflects the, the, muddy, the mud from which man was created. And it is halfway between white and black. So that's where you start. And you always begin with the darkest colors. And you work towards lighter and lighter shades in thinner and thinner coats of, uh, of paint. Peter Pearson says you should be painting or writing an icon like you're painting with smoke. And so it takes a long time. It takes a practiced hand. But it's incredibly easy to do once you learn the technique. And the gilt, the gold, is always part of... Yes, yes, yes. The, the halo is gilt, and that's, that's the last thing that's applied to the icon. And uh, this is a large-scale one. The, the other one was a rather small scale, and you only get one brush. <laughs> you get one brush, you know, uh, and uh, you have to be very versatile with that. Now, the purpose of the tour, and you have explained that you are opening doors for people, and you gave us the range, artists, art educators, people interested in, in architecture, and you find that people take pictures, you find that they sketch, that they write, or they just sit there and absorb it as inspiration for their own work. People mostly take uh, photographs. I have had a couple artists. Last year, I actually had a woman who was a trained architect. And she actually, while I was giving a, a little bit of a talk, she actually did two sketches of me, one in a Lutheran church and one in a Jewish synagogue. So she actually, she did sketches of me and I actually have them. So it's a wide range of people, people going along with you for many reasons. Correct, correct. I think some people are just interested in seeing the churches. Some people are art historians, uh, art educators, artists, art students, and they're all welcome. And I limit the tour to 25 people simply because I don't want the, the churches to be overwhelmed. Some of them are rather small, modest churches. St. John's Polish National Catholic Church is a rather small building. I simply don't want people to overwhelm those spaces. Uh, I usually say nothing. I let people experience this on their own. The idea is to actually get the sense of the place, get the feel of the place. 
and experience it firsthand. Have you had a chance on your own when you're leading people and you're quiet yourself, you're taking in the ambience and so yes, forth? I, I like that. I, anyone who would go to two churches on Easter Sunday has got to like being inside a church. It is, it is restful, you know, it's peaceful. There's an expression in the Eastern church, put aside your earthly cares. And that is what I am hoping the people who, who accompany me will do, to put aside their earthly cares for between five and six hours, because we have five churches and there's a little time between, between each. We have five, maybe six hours. They could just put aside their earthly cares and experience the beauty and the, the value of places that they probably walk by and never have ever entered and see what's right in their backyard, like Wilkesboro, like Scranton, like Pittston. Nanticoke has beautiful architecture, absolutely beautiful architecture. And so I do kids' arts projects besides writing icons. And people say, are you an artist? I say, no, I'm a sign painter. Whereas most signs that are painted tell you how to go somewhere else. My sign is stop the car, get out, look around, and enjoy where you are. And, and so that's basically what I want to do. And I want to raise the profile of places like Freeland and Hazleton and Pittston and Nanticoke, hopefully in the future, and those places where people would say, well, what's, what's the value here? Well, the value there is the value you will look at. You will find the value there, wherever that may be. Do people need to register then if you have a limit? Yes. I ask that people register, and I will take the first 25. I, I always have a, an overflow because some people at the last minute can't make it. And they could do it in one of two ways. They can contact me at area code 570-655-3437. Afternoons or evenings are best. That's area code 570-655-3437. Or they can email me. And my email address is my name in reverse order. L-O-K-U-T-A-J-A-N-7-8-4 at gmail.com. It's free of charge. We will be meeting at the Hub Welcome Center. Last year, they were kind enough to open the doors, and we had coffee, and it was a really pleasant experience because it is covered with old maps of Hazleton. So I found something new to look at while I was there. And I think this is unusual. Sometimes there are, as you say, walking tours and so forth. There's a different slant to this. People have to create sort of a, a contemplative space. And you could do that while you're walking or you could do that while you're standing. But that's what I'm hoping to do so that people put aside their earthly cares and experience the profound simplicity of beauty. John Lacuda, who has been a lawyer in his career and a longtime arts advocate, native of northeastern Pennsylvania, inviting us to join him on Sunday, June 5th for the 2022 Artists' Tour of Landmark Churches in Hazleton. The group will gather at 8.30 at the Hub Welcome Center on West Broad Street in Hazleton and set out on a journey, and the admission is free. There is no admission charge. John, as he explained, takes 25 reservations and some on the waiting list, and he will be glad to get your email or your phone call to reserve a space. The phone is area code 570 
655-3437 or to email John it's lakutajohn784 at gmail.com so that is L-O-K-U-T-A J-A-N 784 at gmail.com The 2022 Artists Tour of Landmark Churches in Hazleton on Sunday, June 5th, gathering together at 8.30 at the Hub Welcome Center in downtown Hazleton on West Broad Street. For more information, L-O-K-U-T-A-J-A-N 784 at gmail.com.